Welcome to The Receptive Life. We're learning how to fight against the unholy trinity, to defend ourselves with the promises that come from the person and the work of Jesus, and also learning how to receive all of the gifts that can only come from the hands of the triune God. So we're in the weekly practice, station nine, so this would be Wednesday, and we're going to focus on the Lord's Prayer. That little Bridger verse again, Psalm 119, verse 145, I have called with my whole heart, answer me, Lord, I will keep your statutes. So this Lord's Prayer really is, again, a command, going back to the first and second commandment, thou shalt have no other gods, we should fear, love, trust in God above all things. And then the invitation, right, to use God's name. Don't use it to curse or swear, use witchcraft, lie or deceive, as Luther would say in his small catechism, but call upon it in every trouble, pray, praise, and give thanks. And so there is a command to pray. It reveals who our God is. But also there's a great invitation and a blessing, a promise associated with each of these petitions. And uh, thirdly, the great comfort to know that the very words given to us in this prayer are God's words, and he shows us the way to pray. So buried in in between these petitions, underneath them, sighing and uh, groaning as we pray them in the, in the troubles of life, is this understanding, the very real understanding that there is this conflict between the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and the unholy Trinity, the devil, the corrupt world that we live in, and the sinful flesh. And so you'll see this uh, this raging battle really brought out into uh, little petitions like uh, cries uh, shouted out in the midst of the struggle, in the midst of the conflict, uh, you know, hallowed be thy name, not my name, not not the devil's name, not this world's name, thy kingdom come, not my kingdom, not the devil's kingdom, not the world's kingdom, but your kingdom, um, your will be done. And so uh, these are the thy petitions in the Lord's prayer, three of them. Uh, the remainder of the prayer will talk about the us petitions, right? Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us. Lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from evil. So this petition, hallowed be thy name, Luther writes in his small little catechism. So what does this mean? Answer, well, God's name is indeed holy in itself, but we pray in this petition that it may become holy among us also. So uh, it's not when we pray, uh, you know, we pray in such a way that God's name all of a sudden becomes holy. Uh, God's name is holy in itself, not holy in nature, not holy uh, in essence, right? But we pray that it might be holy, as Luther will uh, speak about in uh, his large catechism, holy in our use of it. Now, you see this in the next explanation of this petition. Luther says, how is this done? Answer, well, when the word of God is taught in its truth and purity, and we as the children of God also lead holy lives in accordance with it. To this end, help us, dear Father in heaven. But he that teaches and lives otherwise than God's word teaches, profanes the name of God among us. From this, preserve us 
Heavenly Father. So, holy in teaching, that's uh, the use of God's name uh, in words in a, a right way, but also holy in living. You could refer to this as works. So, right teaching and right living. That's really what uh, the, the sum of the petition is. Hallowed be thy name. Now, in accordance with uh, an understanding of works uh, of life and the words of our mouth, they're always a reflection of who we belong to, what family we are in. So, uh, you know, the question, a good question is, after we say, our Father who art in heaven, by our words, by our living, um, they reflect who our Father is. Now, you see Jesus in John chapter 8 identify uh, a father. He says to those who are questioning him, who are claiming to be children of Abraham, he says, well, I know who your father is. He says, you are of your father, the devil, and you want to do the desires of your father. He was a murderer from the beginning and doesn't stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks on his own for he is a liar and the father of lies. You, you see buried right in the, in the middle of that discussion is this idea of the use of God's name. There's no truth in you. Your father is the devil. You speak lies. Um, he's a murderer, the father of lies. And so you identify who you belong to, what family you are in, by the words that you speak, but also the way that you live. So right teaching, right living. That's what we're praying for in Hallowed Be Thy Name. Now, the comfort is that we belong to the triune God. In our baptism, we're taken out of the family of the devil, the family of this corrupt world, our own sinful flesh, and we are brought into the family of God. God's name is placed upon us. Paul, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. God's name on me. And we live out of that every day. In our baptism, we live out of the fact that we have been brought out. There's been this exodus. We have been redeemed, purchased, and won by the Lord Jesus Christ. We belong to him. But we've also been brought into the family. The Holy Spirit has given to us the gift of faith. And so we can speak boldly in our prayer, beginning with, you know, our, our Father who art in heaven. So we make right use then of the name, not uh, profaning it with words and actions, but rather making a right use of it, crying out, uh, Abba, Father. He's the Father of all creation. The eyes of all look to him. And so when we cry out to him for everything we need for daily bread, we are uh, making his name holy among us. Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me, the sinner. Well, we are um, calling out to the one who has redeemed us, who has purchased us. And so his name is holy uh, among us as well. Come, Holy Spirit, acknowledging that we can't by our own reason or strength believe in Jesus Christ hold on to him, cling to him, receive any gifts apart uh, from the work of the Holy Spirit. And so, again, his name is made uh, holy among us as well. So we have, uh, again, in the Lord's Prayer, this command, call upon me, right? In the day of trouble, it reveals who our God is, an invitation with a promise, 
also the very words uh, to pray and the way to pray as well. So the petition, hallowed be thy name. What does this mean? Answer, God's name is indeed holy in itself, but we pray in this petition that it may become holy among us also. How is this done? Answer, when the word of God is taught in its truth and purity, and we as the children of God also lead holy lives in accordance with it. To this end, help us, dear Father in heaven. But he that teaches and lives otherwise than God's word teaches profanes the name of God among us. From this preserve us, Heavenly Father. And again, the invitation, Psalm 50, verse 15. Call on me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you will honor me.